This Could Get Dicey is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast about dudes being bros. What adventures will they get into? Only time will tell. Like the name suggests, this podcast could get dicey. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. to This Could Get Dicey, a D&D podcast where a group of buds get to unwind from their 9 to 5s and step into the world of Drew Gala. My name is Destiny Nieto, I play Loomis Bjorn, and before things get a little too dicey, i just like to say it's a beautiful day to buy concert tickets to one of your favorite bands growing up. Ooh, I know what concert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, concerts. Uh. It's Fallout Boy. <laughs> oh, it's, it's Fallout Boy. <laughs> the boy. The boys are back. The boys are back in town. <laughs> uh, hi, my name is Alex Villarreal. I will be playing the role of Ellis Vendove, and today is a beautiful day to have a friend in Becky Schmader who will bring you your laptop charger when you leave it at their house. <laughs> good, good answer. Good answer. <laughs> you know, yeah. So cool. Yeah. Keep, Keep me alive. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Kenny Chilton, and I play Emil Mazak. And it's a beautiful day to eat an ice cream sandwich. Oh, ooh! I've been thinking about ice cream sandwiches. I was very close to buying some the other day, and I stopped myself. I got some Fat Boy Juniors in my freezer. <laughs> I love this. Just little, little. Real nice. What fat are Fat Boy, boy Juniors? Junior? What's explain? A paradox. <laughs> You've ever heard? Uh, it's, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, they're basically like a, like another brand of Klondike bars. They're just Klondike. They're just oh. like square ice cream sandwiches and they make Juniors, which are like these very, very tiny ones. Oh, I the, um, the Blue Bell, <laughs> ju- like Junior ice cream sandwiches. Oh, that's the one I had today. That's the one I had. So good. Yeah. Let's go. It's like, it's like the perfect size for like, I just want like a tiny little ice cream sandwich. Ugh. Quick question. What would you do for a Klondike bar? Kill. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a Klondike bar. I'm a little weirdo, and I like putting them in a bowl and eating them in a bowl. I've I've seen this before, back <laughs> over a decade ago. Becky did this in our apartment. Klondike bars are the ones that are just like dipped in chocolate, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're great. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, yeah, they're really good. I would great. die for one. <laughs> Destiny, you've probably had some sort of variation of a Klondike bar in your life. Maybe I also don't like chocolate, so I might not have. Respect. I don't. I'd like lose a finger. <laughs> you lose a finger. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna come to you with those commercials. Be careful. Yeah. Chop your finger out. Hey, if they're paying, sponsor y'all. us. Sponsor <laughs> us, Klondike. I will do anything. <laughs> My name is Becky Schmader, and I'm the game master for this. Could get dicey. Today is a beautiful day to make yourself a little box of mac and cheese, even though it may hurt your tummy. It's delicious. And worth it every time. <laughs> I make a lot of scratch mac and cheese, and then I'm like, every, and then every time I do it, I'm just like, 
the box kind of did the, better. They, fig- they kind of they kind of figured it out already. I'm a I've switched. I've upgraded from craft. I was a craft girl all my life, you know. But I've upgraded to like the Annie's box. Oh, mac that, and I was gonna challenge oh, yeah. the word upgrade, but that that is an, an upgrade though. That is an upgrade. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't hurt your tummies often, better. probably because it's not as processed. Sponsor us, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, please, Andy. Let's, please. let's just bring up. Let's just let's just use this segment from now on to unabashedly just bring up brands we like <laughs> to shop at Target. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Last we left off, our group was in the city of Mistfall, where they went to the Academy of Mistfall and met with some members of the Citrine delegation. Zena Hab and Daniel Stravich, uh, those were the members of the Citrine delegation that you met with, a deal was struck that if our group uh, went and obtained a delivery of mysterious plant matter from a destroyed caravan in the wilds of the Meadow Woods, they, in return, would receive more information about the Indigo Magnolia from Daniel Stravich, a resource that Emil is looking for. Our group walks out of the gates of Mistfall with a horse and a wagon, crossing the stone bridge over the Mirror River, heading westward into the beautiful fall foliage of the Meadow Woods. And that is where you all are. What does our horse look like? A beautiful question, Alex. I'm so glad that you asked, because you know I like to get into the specifics. I was really tempted to give you, like, a Palomino, but I was that seems really bright, a little colorful, and perhaps a little rarer than just a standard, like, bay quarter horse. So you all have a bay quarter horse that has the little white mark, though, on its nose. Does anyone remember what those are called? They have a name. I don't know. No. So no one was a horse girl growing up? I, I like I like horses and I like riding them, but I, I I wasn't a really I wasn't like I don't know horse breeds as well as I know like you know like dog breeds and stuff. That's fair. Um, I I want to go up and and just like uh, gently pet it. Uh, give me a animal handling. Even if it doesn't like me, I still like it no matter what. You can do nothing to make me hate this horse. Uh, that's a fourteen plus two, sixteen. Are you proficient in? You're not proficient in animal handling, right? Oh, hell no. That's just just jack of all trades stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, you go up successfully petting the horse on its side, making your way, uh, you you know your way around a horse enough to know to not spook it, you know, put your hand on its haunch and move forward and then pet its mane and and then go up to its its face and pet it on the cheek. (laughs) Guys, I love this horse. Do y'all like horses? I love their efficacy and uh, usefulness, yes. You got a kind heart. They're kind of just creatures. Mm-mm. Well, um, this one's. Uh, does anybody want to? I always like to name them. I'm sure it already has a name, but you knock, know, knock yourself out. And I whisper, and I'm like, "You're part of the family now, Gertrude." A heart <laughs> after, or a name after my own heart. I don't know if Alex knows this, but in every game, I name my horse Gertie. Oh, really? oh my god! Yeah. Oh yeah, you do. I, that's name, you totally do name true. I'm really, I'm really sucking up to Becky tonight. Variations <laughs> of Gertie, like G U R T Y G E R T Y. Our Red Dead Online experiences rushing back to me right now. Gertie, all my horses in Zelda were different variations of Gertie. Anyways, all right, Gert, all right, Gertrude, um, uh, guide us on our way to victory. <laughs> 
the three of you and Gertrude make your way into the woods uh, as the murmur of the river and the city fades away. I need everyone to make a perception check. 17. 13. 18. Uh, Loomis and Ellis, you hear the breaking of a twig from within the forest about 20 or 30 feet away from you, sort of behind where you were coming from. Turning quickly to acknowledge that sound, you both see a shadow move behind a tree. Hey, Loomis, you, you spot that? I think we're being tailed. Yeah, it does seem like we're being followed. What do you want to do? You want to just keep an eye on it? You, or you just want to, like, pull over and just holler at them? What if we try to sneak up on them? I th- I- I think they're behind us, but we could, we could pretend, we could, I guess we could like try to do a Yui and be like, oh, we forgot our keys. I left the oven on. Or someone can just take a dive off the wagon right now and hide. Yeah, that's, that's more what I was thinking, kind of slowly keep the wagon moving and one of us to divert, you know, the keep the wagon moving to divert their attention while someone else tries to sneak up on them. I mean, I'm always down to clown, but I'm not very... I'm not very sneaky. Y- y'all want to... I can blend in, but Loomis, I feel like you are better at blending in. Li- quite literally. Quite literally. Wow, yeah. I guess as they say that, I then pull... Wait, what time of day is it again? I think it's about like 10 or 11 a.m. We've been traveling oh, so it's, for about It's early, hour. okay. Yeah. Um, Loomis still... But it, is a, but it is a rainy day. It is a rainy day, yes. Yes, still a so, rainy day. Loomis pulls up their hood, completely covering their face. So now all just head to toe in black, kind of goes towards the front of the horse and tries to sneak through. I get there. You said there's trees yes. near us. Trees, shrubbery. Yes. Trees, shrubbery. Tries to sneak away into the trees shrubbery so they go unnoticed and wait for this assumed shadow of a creature person to show themselves okay uh go ahead and roll a stealth check as you um that would be 22 okay yeah without fail you kind of do one of those like cartoon things where you shape into like the horse's side almost and then are able to sort of like roll and flip off um, into the shrubbery. Alright, so Ellis, you and I can provide a distraction and Loomis, you oh, shit they're, Loomis is gone Yeah, I, um, I'm, yeah, I'm starting to think that uh, they're, they're probably the best for, for this job. We should just try to act uh, natural like nothing's happened um, I sure love uh, I sure love Gertrude our horse Yeah, me, uh me as well. Good, good girl. Gert, are you sure she's a girl? Didn't check. <laughs> okay, would that be natural? Should we check our horses? Uh, Gertrude, <laughs> are you a girl? We'll, 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 we'll check. After, we'll check after <laughs> we're all together on the wagon again. <laughs> um, we keep on, but can can I try and uh, can I see Loomis? Is my question. Go ahead and roll a perception to see if you see Loomis moving around in the woods. <laughs> nah, it's a seven. 
<laughs> nope, you should, you have completely lost Loomis, but Loomis, you're, as the wagon kind of keeps going, can you go ahead and make another perception check to see if you can see whatever yeah. might be tailing you? Ooh, uh, six. You do not. You keep, move, the wagon keeps moving down the path and you're kind of stealthing through the woods, jumping from tree to tree. You've now kind of fallen back like 20 or 30 feet in order to see if you can see what's tra uh, trailing you all, but you do not seem to, you, you seem to have lost the trail from what you previously saw. Okay, I guess after, I would say five to ten minutes, continuing on the same path, you know, moving here and there with the shrubbery and the trees, Loomis would like to come back, sneakily back into where everyone else is. Yeah, with your 22 still carrying over, you're able to move through the trees, uh, picking up your pace a little bit, jumping back on the wagon, spooking the other two probably as you... Yeah, I immediately on. just jump back on the wagon and just say, I didn't see anyone. Oh my god, oh, damn it. You are... You're, you're, that was badass. I mean, I'm kind of... I'm still a little spooked that we didn't figure out uh, who that was, but, uh, but, but, but damn, homie... You're like the night, I'm and it's the middle of the day. very glad that wasn't the last time we ever saw you, because after minute three, I was like, oh, damn. This, this person <laughs> just came and went into our lives, just like that. I'm not going to lie. I kind of thought about it after a while, but we have a job to do. We appreciate the honesty. Uh, well, uh, everybody keep your keep your eye, keep your peepers peeled. Um, so, something's out there looking for us. As you all continue traveling for the day, can I get one of you to roll a d20 to see what might happen along your day's travel? Those goes. Ah, oh, damn. <laughs> okay. I would say, I would, yeah, okay. Loomis is hyper, I know I'm just rolling a d20, but I just want to say Loomis is trying to be hyper aware of their surroundings um, more so than normal. Uh, 13. 13. Okay. Day kind of goes by without any problems. You all travel for about six to seven more hours, making it to dusk before you think is probably a good time to make camp. Uh, what do you all do in order to make camp for the night? Um, would would y'all like to pull off uh, off the road a little bit? Uh, try to find a little hidey hole if we can. Oh. Uh, just you know, knowing someone's potentially tailing us, I don't, I don't want to be too out in the open. Yes, let's let's find a place to, to hide away and, and get Gertrude off the wagon. My, my I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not super great at finding. I usually just like sleep in like um, hotels if I can. Um, so are y'all good at like finding foresty? Are y'all good at the forest? I'm not really good at it. Oh uh, yes, I. I... I'm quite familiar with sleeping outside. I have humble beginnings. I'll uh, let's see if I can find a place for us to camp out for the night. Great. Roll a survival check as you all start to pull off of the the path here. Okay. That's good. Uh, dirty twenty. Okay. Yeah, you're able to really guide Gertrude safely through um, the woods. It's starting to get a little bit thicker. And you're able to sort of cut a little bit of a path, finding yourself pretty secluded off of the path, 
lots of shrubbery able to cover you all so the light of your fire isn't necessarily the brightest thing in the woods or you wouldn't be able to see it from very far away necessarily and you all set up camp pretty successfully for the night good job everyone we've made it through one day of travel yeah um i think i think the four of us make a pretty good team are you including the horse in this team Look, okay, I'm starting to get, like, the vibes from you two that y'all aren't respecting all creatures that walk this earth with the, you know, same amount of respect as people who speak, like, the common tongue. Look, Gertrude is a member of our team, whether we like it or not. If Gertrude goes down, we gotta fucking walk. And I don't know about y'all, but these these boots, and I look at my fancy boots, they're not made for walking. They're made for showing off. <laughs> what? Hold on. You have boots that are made for for not adventuring, but that's according to you. That's how you make your coin. You wear these shoes all the time, religiously. Yes, yes, I yes. I was being, I was being a little, I was embellishing a little bit. Yes, I guess all boots are made for walking. That's part of the design. I just like to keep them clean. And oh, if respect. we can stay on a wagon. Um, stay on a wagon is preferable to walk, tr- you know, trudging through the mud. So I would say this puts a, puts some respect on Gertrude's name. I apologize, Gertrude. I am. Hopefully, you don't feel disrespected by or, or slighted by any of my behavior today. Uh, this is a simple, transactory relationship. Uh, but you're doing a great job. Gertrude swats away a fly that's flying near her rear end. Um, making no real here or there notice of you in particular, Emil. But you all make camp, you set up, Gertrude's happily tied up to a tree um, off of the wagon, wagons nearby. Who is taking first watch if you choose to have watches? I can take first watch. Um, Loomis turned, or I guess, are we just sitting all around the fire right now? Assumably, mm-hmm. yeah. As we finish our discussion about um, horses and <laughs> how they should be more respected, <laughs> Loomis looks at his two acquaintances and says, um, "If y'all want to sleep the whole night, I don't mind taking watch the whole time. I really don't need rest right now." Oh, don't don't humble yourself. You know, wake us up. It's it's good to take turns. Well, it wasn't. I wasn't being humble. I I don't really need to rest. I I look at a meal. I'm like, wow. I mean, what? Someone give this kid the star sticker. Try, you know, sneaking through the woods, wanting to stay up all night for for little old us. That's no, you don't need to do that. It's really not necessary. I'm happy to get up and help make sure we're safe. I mean, if if you insist i i honestly mean it you i can take the full night's watch you would stay up <laughs> all night and it would it, you're you'd be okay to go tomorrow i like Lewis, you said so I, fun, you're funny Lewis. i can't defend myself so i need you at the top of your game if i'm gonna live through this i will be a hundred percent fine without any sleep tonight <laughs> damn Lewis, you're you're crazy, Lewis. Um, yeah, just wake wake us up whenever you want to go to sleep, okay? Can I roll an insight check? <laughs> As sure, a, yeah. uh, like, why doesn't this person need rest? 
That's freaking Ellis me out, just, actually. Ellis just goes right onto the bedroll and goes to bed. <laughs> Not a Ellis fucking problem. Good night. Good night. You. <laughs> Wake me up. I'm going to get some me, me, me. And it's another dirty 20. Okay. Uh, what, well, yeah, what's the... Why... is uh, Emil's very curious if there's something wrong with Loomis or... Um, or if Loomis is being overconfident. So you, looking at Loomis, you don't see anything off about him. He doesn't look sickly or anything like that. Very pale, yes. But you do recall the first time you did meet him, you did see very sharp fangs and teeth. Call it just like another thing on the list of there's something up with Loomis. Title of Loomis's sitcom. There's something up with Loomis. So does Ellis go to sleep? Ellis like pieces out. Uh, I think I tuck myself into my bedroll. I'm just like kind of chilling by the fire, just okay. getting, getting comfy. I don't think I probably don't fall asleep like immediately, but but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm Ellis goes to bed fully expecting to take a watch tonight. So he knows he he needs to go to bed if he's going to take a watch tonight. Uh, I will also go to bed, but I'll wait until I notice that Ellis is asleep, and then I will get up. Um, and I'll I'll go over to wherever Loomis is, and I'll I'll just whisper in a whispered conversation say, Loomis, um, I've noticed some things about you. Uh, I know we just met a couple days ago, but. Uh, would you mind? I really hope I don't offend. I just want to know everything I can about the people I'm with to make sure I'm safe and that I can help you be successful. Uh, what's what's the deal with your your teeth and hands and and sleep and general disposition? <laughs> um, I I mean, you seem like a pretty smart person. I I think you know. I don't like to make assumptions. Why don't you try this time? Are you... Are you alive? I mean, are any of us alive? I... I'm very much alive. I... I feel... uh, Like I am trying to make every moment count in this life. So yes, I I feel very alive. I, I don't. I haven't felt alive, and couple hundred years oh boy jesus um couple couple hundred you say um i thought 40 was a lot um couple hundred is pretty intense uh um whew, before this before the last i don't know 200 years uh, were you like this as well, or did something happen? I don't mean to pry. I, I'm just curious. Like, like what? Exactly like what made you? you what made you this way? I, I mean, I guess what made me this way is my experiences in life. <laughs> That's a very general answer, and uh, I can tell maybe I'm stepping in into some things I shouldn't. Uh, I mean, let's okay, call it what it is. Yeah, call it what it is. Can I say? Can I say the V word? <laughs> is it okay? <laughs> um, 
a vampire. Um, yeah, ding, 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 you got it. I was so... Okay, goodness gracious. I was gracious. very much hiding it from everyone. I just didn't... I mean, who wants to, like, straight up be like, <laughs> hey, look, there's a vampire. Um, I've seen you in action, so I, I mean, I believe it. And if you really can stay up all night, you don't have to sleep ever. No. Is that kind of terrible for you, or is that fun? How would you feel if you didn't have to sleep for 226 years? My business would be twice the size it is now. Uh, maybe <laughs> maybe I'd have more time with, with my family. Uh, I've always seen sleep as a hindrance. That's a, that's a very positive outlook. You kind of lose that positivity after a few hundred years. Uh, it's not even in the realm of possibility for me, so I had never thought about it. Uh, if you'd like to close your eyes and rest or whatever, please please get us up. Uh, I know Ellis seems fine getting up. I'm fine getting up. I uh, am a little nervous out here, to be honest, so sleeping's not going to be easy, so I don't mind getting up. I And, Loomis, I hope I haven't pushed too far. Uh, uh, you've shared more than enough with me. I, I, I trust you. And uh, good night. Good night. I I will not be waking you up unless something's attacking us. Emil goes to sleep. Excellent. On that note, go ahead and roll a perception check with advantage, Loomis, as you take the first first of all watches, the only watch of the night, perhaps. <laughs> uh, you said perception. Yes, with advantage. Uh, 21. 21. Okay. As you look out, a couple hours have passed since your conversation with Emil. They're both getting their mini-me's in now. And after a couple hours, you look out into the woods and you're able to see, uh, with the flickering of the campfire ever so slightly, this shadow similar to what you maybe saw earlier on the path as you were traveling, moving through the woods again, and you hear a couple of twigs cracking, sort of seemingly to be surrounding the camp area. So I hear multiple yes. cracking, like it's spherical, it's not just coming from one direction, it's kind of coming at yeah. all sides. seems to be like a, a, a perimeter of sorts. Yeah. Okay. As soon as I hear this, I... I are y'all in the same tent or same area? How? What are the sleeping arrangements for? Great question. Good question. I don't own a tent. I'm just bed rolling it out in the mist. Yeah, I think <laughs> if it's still raining, yeah, I just have a bed roll by the fire. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I imagine the the wagon is kind of on one side of the fire, and perhaps you all are sleeping against it, sort of thing. Sure. So I, without making too much noise, I go up to each of their bed rolls and each one of my hands kind of puts nudges each of them separately and I just until they open their eyes and as they open their eyes I kind of just put a finger up to my lips as I like shh and then in a I guess lower voice than Loomis normally has (laughs) just go I think the thing that was falling was caught up. Um, is the wagon covered? Is it a covered wagon? 
No. Does it have like a bed? Is it like a truck bed type of wagon? Yes. Yeah, it's the truck bed with a with a bench on the front. Emil will jump in. Okay. Uh, I know it's not connected to the horse, but I will jump in for cover. Okay. I I, I whisper. I'm like, thanks, Emil. Gosh. Um. Uh. Uh. Lomas. Uh, where where do you hear them from? Unfortunately, they're coming. It seemingly sounds like they're coming at it from all sides. I've heard kind of twigs breaking. And Loomis points just the perimeter, essentially. I, uh, and I grab my uh, crossbow, and I'm like, well, uh, let's let's stay peeled. Okay. Uh, it, looks like it's like, I, it looks like it's just you and me, Loomis. As a meal ducks down, and it's kind of peeking over the side. Uh, he, he erupts into a fit of uncontrollable coughing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh the coughing, the cacophony, if you will, of coughing that comes from the wagon. Oh. <laughs> okay. Alerts this sound from around you. Um, you see walking through the shadows but not quite up to your camp probably still about 20 feet away you see the blonde woman that you had met at the table with a a meal and loomis you and a meal recognize this person you probably don't ellis as you were too busy gambling but a blonde woman coming forward wearing like all black leather her arms are raised. Um, now I assume you all are on your way to investigate what I failed, is that right? As she's sort of walking a little closer, but still 15, 20 feet away from you all. I aim my crossbow at her and I say uh, in like a normal vo- voice, um, I say, I'm assuming you're Elizabeth. Uh, I look to I look to Loomis, like, is this her? That's right, I'm Elizabeth. Um, now, now, I wouldn't do that. And you notice as she says that, that there's a creak coming, a, a creaking sound coming from above you all. And you can hear that there are people seemingly in the trees. Can I have everyone roll a perception check if you're looking around at this sound? It's a, a 21 for Loomis. Okay. For, Sorry for Alice. For Alice. Alice. I'm not going to, I'm not going to speak for Loomis. <laughs> Um, I got a nine. Okay, Okay, Emil is coughing and just like rolling around in the wagon. (laughs) And the other two, you notice that up in the trees, there appears to be about five people up in the trees looking down. Some, most of them appear to be archers, um, trained on the two of you, and a a little bit on Emil. But they're not really seeing him as quite the threat at the moment, as he's just. Coughing and handling that in the wagon. Um, uh, Ellis does that thing, like he's pointing the crossbow and then like lets it, like um, just lets it kind of dangle, like from the like the trigger on his like middle finger, mm-hmm. like clearly being like. And I'm like, all right, all right, I'm you know, I, I'm not, I may be loud, but I'm not stupid. I I, I know when we've been got. All right, all right, and she has the archers also lower their weapons in the trees um 
So you all, I assume, are, are going out to the spot of the, the caravan's destruction um, to sort of clean up where I maybe failed. Is that right? It has nothing uh, to do with you, but your failure. But yes, we are going to investigate the site and recover what was lost. All right. Well, what if I had a different offer for you all? Uh, what if you kept this charade up that the caravan was indeed attacked? Um, I have a benefactor who would benefit greatly from you all not going back out to the spot of the accident. Uh, you could forget this ever happened and make your way elsewhere in the world. Make up whatever lie you want to Zena and Danielle. What's in it? What's in it for us? Other than not dying right here in the dead night that would be one of the bits of the offer sure uh, the other would be a hundred gold pieces each to forget this little mission from them and go on with your life ellis immediately looks at loomis and it's just like um i look back at her and you know um being ellis has probably been in a situation like this like in some way shape or form um and um Wants to know uh, how tr- how truthful she is when she says that. Sure, go ahead and roll an insight check. It's an eight. That's an eighteen. Okay, she seems that you will get gold for doing this mission. You might not be like immediately left alone necessarily. You know, you having been in a situation maybe similar to this, you know that it's not so easy as like, yeah, here's your gold pieces and be on your way. That there's, you know, some level of. How, how are they going to make sure that that happens? Look, Elizabeth, um, I know we just met. I know you met our friends last night. Um, I, I believe you're a member of the, uh, of the court, correct? That would be correct, yes. Um, <clears throat> I, have a, I have a hard time uh, uh, believing after my years of experience that it's, that it's going to be that simple. Um, uh, look, we, we, we really mean y'all... No, no harm by this. Uh, um, we we have some um, potential gain uh, from our employers by completing this mission. Um, you know, we're, we're we're not trying to step across y'all's paths in any way, shape, or form. Uh, what what would it take for you to uh, kind of just let us go on our merry little way? Well, what could you offer us? Thirty-four. <laughs> <laughs> mighty low gold point don't you sit don't you think I, I, i'm not disagreeing with you there it's just it's all i got <laughs> what is it what is it about these this plant that is so valuable to you and, and to the court why do you need us to is it even there or did you just take it it's still there i I promise you it's still there, to, to some extent, probably. We didn't take it, but... And I don't really have any... I have no benefit for the plant, and the court doesn't need it either. It's just we have a benefactor who said to perhaps lose the delivery upon the way. And that's that's what's been done. But it would make my life easier if you all didn't find said delivery there's no chance you're going to tell us who your benefactor is is there no i'm afraid i won't be telling you that damn 
it seems we're at an impasse because a hundred gold is a lot of money. I will admit, uh, un- unfortunately, to me, the what the delegation is offering is worth more than that. Are you going to just, if we refuse, are you going to just kill us here in cold blood? No, no. Uh, if you don't take the offer, then that's fine. Well, we can be on our way, but no promises we won't see you again in the future. Um... I look down to these two, and I say, I, I, I'm not trying to get you two wrapped up into anything, but I, I, I need that. I need that plant. How many, as this conversation is going on, can Loomis at all see how many people are surrounding us? Uh, yes, go ahead and do another perception check as you take a, take a closer look. 13 you notice that it's definitely no more than five five so it's elizabeth and then five people up in the trees and you feel pretty confident about that but it's hard to say you know how outfitted are they how like strong they are anything like that i mean they're and i kind of like half whisper i guess to my team there's about five people here i can't really size them up i i don't think just two of us can take them i think the three of us might be able to but emil if what we were previously offered is worth more i say we go with that i appreciate that um i look at alice hey man i don't got a lot of stake in this game and if if that's what if that's what you're feeling i'm alone for the ride um I apologize, Elizabeth, but I, I, I don't think we're going to be taking you up on your, on your offer. All right, I understand. Danielle and Zena, they they make good offers too. Um, we'll leave you for now. There's no reason for us to, to, start anything now, but just know that um, you're on my radar. I'll say that. And unless you all don't do anything, she kind of waves her hand in the air, getting the group to fall out, not fall out of the trees, but fall back uh, away into the woods and she will walk away. As they walk away, is there anything that, again, I can roll again, but distinguishable about what Elizabeth is wearing or anything, the people in the trees as they fall down? It just, I guess I'm looking for if this is organized crime in the sense of it's a group of people or what sure uh you could go ahead and roll with advantage knowing that ellis probably informed you all that this is from there from the court of outlaws or they like elizabeth like works with that group so Mm -hmm. go ahead and roll perception or investigation with advantage 14 Nothing stands out too distinctly from what you can tell. They're wearing leather armor and some of them are wearing hoods and capes and things like that. But you do seem to notice that Elizabeth in particular has a like a dark forest green bandana like tucked around her neck. And you think that perhaps maybe it's something that might be some sort of color pop that seems okay. odd. Yeah, I feel 
if Elizabeth was wearing all black, mostly Loomis would definitely notice a pop of color. As somebody who wears all black, you don't wear forest green with your black. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. Uh, Great. Well, if you don't do anything, they walk away. They leave you for the night. Do you all do anything Um, before kind of going back to bed? Yeah. The second they're like kind of like out of sight and we know that like we're kind of like left alone for the night I turn to Emil and um, I say I don't know about you bud but I've never been offered uh, 300 gold in my life to not work Um, it sounded like a sounded like a pretty sweet deal Um, uh, I mean I don't want to I know we just met um not too long ago but uh damn dog uh, you you want to you want to at least fill us in what's 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 so important about this fucking flower if we can get this flower the indigo magnolia back to venzor to a contact i have there i can i can give you a lot more than 100 gold i can i can set you up forever uh this is this is a very valuable flower very valuable and i have a certain person who is willing to use it uh and i i'm not lying when i say my business is quite successful i i will pay you a hundred gold if it will keep you from from (laughs) abandoning this mission i'll give you more than that but if I but if I recall, you you don't have any money on you at all. I don't carry my assets on me. I I left them all in Venzel with my associates. Ugh, just such generalities from 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 the, from the both of y'all. Just like we we got Mister No Sleep over here, and the, that's cool. <laughs> like we we get it. Um, and then and then we have you with the with the with the you know, you have someone, and this this could be a lot. I mean, I mean, y'all, y'all I'm allowed for the uh, for the ride, but 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 eventually we're gonna we're gonna have to start we're gonna have to start opening up more about this stuff. We almost they could have fucking killed us right now if we said no. No problem. Yeah, you're right. I um, you deserve better than that. Uh, this flower could could settle us for the rest of our lives and uh, if you stick with me until we get back to Venzor with this flower I, I promise I'll take care of you alright buddy I'll... could you at least tell us what the flower does if I knew I I would I don't know it, is it I mean you could tell us is it drugs if it's drugs, that's cool. I'm not gonna judge you. I mean, I like, I like partaking in, I like partaking in anything if once at least. But um, you know, there was a time in my life when I would have partaken in something like this if it was drugs. But uh, no, <laughs> no, it's not. I, I think it's more um, medicinal. Oh, that kind of drugs. All right. No, <laughs> not <laughs> okay. <laughs> that kind of flower. Um, all right, I mean, like, look, again, 
I mean, I'm not trying to get all fucking heavy on y'all. We just met. We're on a job. We're here to do a job. And then if the job goes well, job goes well. If this flower is really worth more than 300 gold to do nothing, um, then yeah, I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna chase this rabbit into the forest uh, with y'all. But um, <clears throat> uh, but uh, you hopping into the wagon like that <laughs> doesn't doesn't leave me feeling so real. Uh, sure. Uh, I can I can negotiate and talk better from a place of safety. So I thought <laughs> that would that was my best bet. I, I I wasn't I wasn't trying to leave you out to dry. I didn't I could only shove so many times. <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, uh, Loomis, I know you're trying to be all uh, action hero, stay up all night. Um, uh, but I I I'd, I'd at least feel a little bit comfortable if, if one of us. Um, you know, had, had a second pair of eyes out here on the forest with you. Yeah, that's that's good. Also, don't call me a superhero ever again. Please don't. Super villain. <laughs> <laughs> that's more like it. <laughs> Ellis and Loomis, you both stay up for another leg of watch, I assume? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Ellis, you stay up for a couple more hours, but I think you eventually doze off. As Loomis, you stay alert throughout the night, not needing sleep. The rest of your evening goes without a hitch. It seems that um, Elizabeth and the rest of her bandit crew have, sure enough, left the area. You don't hear them. You don't hear much else out in the woods besides little, you know, critters running about. You all wake up in the morning. It is now, I think, the fourth day of Wind Crisp. And you all can hook up Gertrude again to the wagon before heading out into the day, unless anybody wants to do anything before doing that. Ellis will uh, wake up with a, a, a grumble in his, in his tummy, and um, <laughs> he will um, try to um, do what he can to... Um, find us something to eat whether that's like some root vegetables i'll shoot a rabbit if i need to um you know anything okay go ahead and roll survival as you go out into the woods a little bit to see what you can find can i help yes so you can roll with advantage or you can both roll uh would you would you like to roll i'm pretty good at survival uh i got it i got a 15 21 21 you both kind of go out and ellis you you find you know, a couple of mushrooms you think look good and aren't poisonous from your previous experience. Ellis, or Emil, you're able to go out, you find some berries, you find some wild onions in the ground, you find some carrots that have kind of grown in the ground too. You come back with a much larger sort of armful of things compared to Ellis. Oh, thank God, but oh my gosh, I was, I, I, I have six mushrooms here and I was going to be like hard pressed to share any one of these motherfuckers with you. Good, good job out there. You know, <laughs> getting six mushrooms, that's an appropriate ratio for what I've gathered. That will, that's going to flavor yeah. this nicely. Little weird, uh, <laughs> root vegetable, uh, uh, stir fry <laughs> with a side of berries. That's pretty good. I don't I, know. I think that sounds, that's not, that's not sounds great. Is it is the weather still the same, like gloomy and rainy, or what's the weather like this fine fourth 
crisp day. <laughs> wind, wind, day of wind crisp. The fourth wind. day of wind crisp. Yes. Yeah. Um, at this point, the the rain sort of died down as you all were making camp in the evening, and in the morning it's still a little misty, I'd say, but it does appear based on your years and years and years of experience with weather, you assume that there's going to be no more rain today and that it'll probably be like a nice breezy, slight cloud cover, not too sunny but not too gloomy day. As you all head out for the day, you all riding in the wagon pulled by Gertrude, I need somebody to roll a d20. I'll do it. Okay. 16. You, as you all travel about Midway through the day, you spot a pixie off the side of the road. And you know that pixies are pretty rare in Ice Rune. Many fae live here, but pixies are a rare sighting and often keep to the deep parts of the woods. And so it's pretty strange that they're sort of in this part of the meadow woods, let alone near a path. Um, the pixie is rather skittish as, you, as it as first sees you, but it still seems to be lurking in the area. That is so cool. If um, can we stop the wagon? Whoever's steering, I'll be like, stop, stop, stop. Uh, look, heal Gertrude. Did you say heal? <laughs> that's that's <laughs> heal. <laughs> yeah, the horse turns around and sits at your ankle. <laughs> heal. Good job, Gertrude. Exactly what I wanted you to do. Have you? Have either of you ever seen a pixie in real life? I've only ever seen, like, you know, in, like, children's books and stuff. But Loomis have seen... Loomis, you've probably seen a pixie or two in your lifetime. Definitely somewhere around the the centuries you've you've seen a, ha- a good handful of them. Yeah, I've, um, I've seen a few, uh, but still very, very rare sight. I've, I've read about them. I don't think I've ever seen one for myself. Do you think it's friendly? Probably not. Uh, from, what I've, from what I've read, do I think that pixies are friendly? Uh, you know that they can be. You know that they're also usually tricksters of sorts. And you notice now that this pixie, who was at first skittish, has now kind of fly, is flying a little bit closer to the road and seems to be beckoning for you all to, to come with it. Rare opportunity to interact with a pixie. I, we can be on guard, but I'd like to at least speak to it. I would be remiss and uh, negligent if I didn't. <clears throat> hey, you spotted it, Buckaroo. Let's let's go talk to let's go talk to a fake creature. I guess. Hello, I call from the wagon. I'm not getting I'm not getting out of this wagon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. It it waves back at you. It doesn't seem to. Uh, it's not verbally speaking to you, but it like waves at you and then and then kind of beckons for you to to come come follow it. You first say why though. I don't want to go over there yet. It yeah, good, good. It symbols that it doesn't speak common, but that it can understand it. It's like waving its hand in front of its mouth and then. What do you like, speak? What language do you speak? It starts speaking in Sylvan. Damn it. <laughs> of course. Of course, of course. The one I didn't choose. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it starts speaking. You all recognize it, or Loomis, you recognize it to be the Sylvan language, but you have never learned this language, unfortunately. 
How long have we been writing this morning? Probably about like four or five hours. Come on, let's let's take a break. I mean, it's just it's right there. Um, should we take Gertrude with us? Should we take the wagon or should we hop off and follow on foot? The the pixies giving you a thumbs up, like sure, bring like signaling, like bring the bring the horse. Why not? Okay. When are we gonna get this chance again? I have a strong feeling you're gonna kill me one day, Emile <laughs> Mazak, and I uh like hit the, the the reins on Gertrude to to follow. Excellent. The pixie keeps sort of leading you into the woods, but finding a, a enough clearings and spaces between the trees to lead Gertrude and the wagon through. Eventually, it leads you to a very, very large oak tree. You, you've all been traveling for about 10 minutes into the woods, and there's a very, very large oak tree about 100 feet away from you in like a slight clearing. And you see that there's, you know, sort of a small little like farm area has been created. There's a couple, you know, chickens running around. And you see that the very large oak tree has, has pixies flying in and out of it through little windows. And you see that despite the pixies perhaps living here, the door to the oak, there's a, the oak tree is kind of carved out and it's like a house of sorts. But you notice that these are pixies, they're very, very small. But despite that, the, the door on this oak tree house is the, the size for like an average humanoid. Wow, it's an entire civilization. This is so cool. <laughs> Look at, we would not have seen this if we had seen it on the road. Um, I, I call out to the tree. I go, um, uh, um, uh, hail well met. Um, uh, we were led here by, by one of your residents. Anyone home? A couple of pixies come out and sort of guard or guide Gertrude over to, there's like a water trough and, um, they, they point to be like, oh, we can like unhitch the wagon for you. Uh, have at have at the they they unhooked Gertrude from the wagon and set Gertrude up with you know a couple carrots and the water trough and sort of beckon for you to come closer to the oak tree house um before I get out of the wagon and anything (laughs) ring as unsafe do I see anyone hiding or does this look like an ambush in any way or anything Go ahead and roll a perception check, and anybody can do that if they would like. I will yeah, do. I would too. I guess I was going to ask, in Loomis's experience, experience experiences with uh, pixies prior, were they good, bad? Was they, it just like, hey, part, there's a pixie, I see one. <laughs> they definitely lean on the chaotic side of like a spectrum if it was like chaotic. chaotic versus like lawful they're definitely on the more like chaotic side so you know that you've probably run into a couple that did some bad things in their time but you've run into some too that like help travelers and just like give them food too. but either so, way chaotic chaotic is definitely their MO. okay yeah i feel like loomis wouldn't describe them as good as bad or bad either okay just wanted to yeah but i'm still gonna roll uh insight right uh, perception. Or, perception, or if you're insighting on the pixies and their intentions, you can do that, or you can perceive the grounds. Either way, I'm in for the ride. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I rolled a natural twenty for a twenty-four total perception. Okay. Uh, you. I rolled 
Yeah. Oh, did you get anything else? You probably no. Okay. I got I got an eleven. I got a okay. four. <laughs> so you all are kind of following Emil's lead, who looks out around the grounds, and you see that there is there's people sort of. You notice also that like looking closer now that this like garden farming area setup is like also sort of oddly uh, for pixies. You would think they would only need like you know two feet by two feet of of arable land or whatever, but this is, you know, an, an ample size sort of backyard garden. And you see a tiefling woman, a half-elf man, and a halfling man that you've seen before. It's Gramps. No, so soon! So soon! And <laughs> it seems that these, uh, these three humanoids are sort of walking around. And they seem to be kind of under a, a spell of sorts. They sort of seem extra happy and are, you know, tending to the chickens, tending to the farmland. And yeah, you see Gramps walking around as one of the three. And that is where we'll end for this session. <laughs> Fuck it, Gramps. We'll leave, leave his ass there. I told you if we saw you again, we'd kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll find out what this group does when they see Gramps again in the next episode of This Could Get Dicey. Dang, giving up 100 gold each? This flower plant thing better be good. You can find This Could Get Dicey where all podcasts are streamed and on Instagram at tcgdpod. If you found our antics enjoyable, help us out by leaving a rating and or review, maybe even sharing it with a friend or two or ten. We're taking the last Wednesday of each month off, so stay tuned for our next episode coming out Wednesday, April 5th.